Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kissel with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Hello, good, Thomas. Good morning. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? Can't complain. Uh, chamber, going great? Going great. Busy? Busy, busy, busy. As always? As always. Uh, well, we're busy today. We got a big, full li- house, lively, full house group, uh, an eclectic mix of local organizations and businesses. And it's, it's going to be fun because we've been laughing a lot even before we got started here. Right. So would you mind introducing our guest, please? Sure, absolutely. Um, let's start with uh, Ali Mitchell. Um, she is kind of like my boss. <laughs> we bring on bosses here lately. Um, no, she's a, a, a chamber board member. Um, and she's also the executive di- director of United Way here in Rome and Floyd County. And then we have a brand new member, uh, Macy Price. She's the co-owner of Specially Gifted Foundation. And I'm really eager to find out everything about you at that foundation. That looked really nice on the website. And then we have Dr. Joe Vago with uh, Vago Orthodontists. Um, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Uh, he's a little bit handicapped. He just comes out fresh out of surgery so um and the elevator was broken but we managed yeah, thanks a little to work out before we got started so that's all good oh right. yeah you, he's for those listening he's you, you got one of those wheel things to I got a scooter and i i thank you for the bridge workout because we have two other guests with uh, orange theory fitness um and we have uh, head coach kip Buford here and uh, studio manager Jessica Frank. Hello, everybody. Hi, how are we? Good, thank you. Uh, well, thanks, Doc, for, uh, for showing up with the with the entry and then I had the elevator being. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. My schedule was was really full, so I just slid you in. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're here, there's a tooth. No, I'm joking. Um, well, well, thanks, everybody. Let's uh, let's kind of go around the room as as uh, as Thomas did. Uh, just kind of a couple of minutes from everybody. Big broad view of what it is, your business, your organization that you represent. Uh, Allie, let's start with you at the United Way. Or would you like to talk about being Thomas's boss? Well, <laughs> I would like to say Thomas is amazing and we are all very lucky and he has done a wonderful job. Oh. Um, with an, no kidding. <laughs> oh. Really, really oh, thank you, have changed oh. great things. Oh, um, thank you. And, and our, our new CEO, Pam, amazing. Our whole chamber team, really great. So, yeah, the chamber, yes, the, I do want to say something the chamber, there. <laughs> the chamber gets after it. This chamber is really rocking, and I am oh. I am I'm having fun being on the board, and I'm really proud to be on the board. So, okay, um, yeah. Also, United Way, uh, our entire purpose, the reason that we exist here, is to prevent homelessness, which sounds like a really big task, but we do that in a lot of cool ways, um, and they're very specific and they're all measurable. Um, we like to support our local nonprofit partners. We love to work with businesses, um, and really any and everything up to the point that an individual or a family becomes homeless, we consider to be our responsibility. And we are working constantly to figure out how we can fill the gaps um, and bridge services out into the county and keep people from reaching that um, extreme outcome. Okay. That's incredible. Thank you. Welcome. (laughs) Um, Well, Macy, that brings us to you, co-founder of Specially Gifted Foundation, um, which I went to the website as well. It looks great. So tell us about your foundation. Yes, thank you for asking. Um, So Specially Gifted Foundation, our mission is to serve families who have children with disabilities. 
We do that in a several different ways. Um, we provide resources through our website and our blog. And um, the number one thing we do is we give a grant up to $5,000 for each family. Um, they get to choose how they're going to use that grant of $5,000. We've had some awesome gifts um, that they've chosen. So whether that's helping with uh, medical equipment, therapy services that are denied by insurance, or um, last year we sent a family to Disney for five days. Um, he had been in and out of the hospital. So to go to Disney for five days with his mom and grandmother and his brother and just be a kid for five days is incredible. So um, we started two years ago. Um, if you guys remember, that's right before a pandemic. We could not have seen that coming. Oh, I, but... think, I think I read about that. Yes. Yeah, the pandemic. It was in the news. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's been kind of popular, you know. Um, but we were we started in January of 2022, I mean, 2020, sorry. And um, shortly after the pandemic hit us. But because there was obviously a need for what we were doing in our mission, and we had a very supportive community, especially here in Rome, um, we were able to help 16 families in our first year, and now we're on track to help 10 every single year. Well, good for you. Okay, thanks for the broad overview, and uh, certainly we'll have some follow-up questions. Uh, but just going around the room here, we'll stop at Dr. Vargo. Uh, hi, Doc. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about your practice. So, you know, everyone associates orthodontics with, with braces, but we really have a vision purpose and a mission purpose, and ours is really changing the trajectory of kids' lives. Uh, we think of it more as creating a bright future and potential so that kids can be like not only the best versions of themselves, but just really open up the scope of their self-esteem and what they do in their in their lifetime. So it's been great over the last – this is – my 26th year, which is hard to believe. And uh, it's fun to see patients come back and share stories about where they are. We've got people in foreign countries now, um, New York City, like big, big executives. And it's great when they share those stories about how that whole process just changed their their whole outlook. So I like being a part of that process. So that's, that's really what we do. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting take. I, I'm a unique approach, certainly. Uh, so when you walk around town, you now see adults with, and you think those are my straight teeth. <laughs> uh, when I go around town, like now we're starting second generation. So now we have the parents bringing their kids in. And so that's really fun because a lot of times the kids come in and they'll say, I said, do you want to see a picture of your parents or your mom when she was younger? <laughs> and so they'll be like, yeah. And so we pull them up and they also get to see some familiar patterns too, of maybe like, where they inherited things from and that sort of thing. But the outcome's bright, and we always reassure them that we can fix it. So I thought you said when you, when you want to see a picture of your parent and you bring out an x-ray. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we do photographs. We document everything. So, yeah. It's uh, the exceptional office experience. I saw these keywords on your website, exceptional office experience. Yes. See a picture of your parents. Um, so really, uh, one of the things that most people associate sometimes going to the physician or any kind of medical practices, you know, you're going to wait. Uh, and so really we try to remove some of those barriers and create more of an experience. We want to motivate people even before they come in. And so if I can get the opportunity to kind of just, you know, touch base with a child, you know, get on their level, get them excited about the whole process. I can do 50%, but they're doing a lot of the work too. And so if I can kind of get in their world and we can achieve some great things together. Beautiful. All right. Let's stop by Orange Theory Fitness here. Hi, Kip and Jessica. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm, 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 I'm great. Uh, okay. So 
actually off, off the top, obviously it's a fitness center, but what sets the, what sets it apart? What makes it unique? Uh, you guys do the, the classes that are very structured and you bounce from cardio to weight and it's all timed and just kind of tell me about it, please. So Orange Theory is heart rate based interval training. So the heart rate monitor is really what sets us apart from any other gym. So we train more to heart rate zones rather than how fast you can go on a treadmill or how much weight you can lift. And then there is a coach in every class that's guiding you through the workout. Um, so that's really what sets us apart is the heart rate monitor and how scalable it, it makes the workout. And thus the name of the business, right, Kip? Orange Theory is a heart rate zone? Yes, sir. So we have, we have five heart rate zones. We've got gray, blue, green, orange, and red. Now, as coaches, we will never coach you to the red. Now, don't be surprised, first workout, whether you're power walking, jogging, or running, that you go into the red. It happens to everybody. Happened to me. Happens to all of us. But the good thing about it is that you can track every workout on your app, and you can see how much better you've gotten as time goes. Because it's not so much that we want to condition the outside of the body. We also want to condition the inside of the body, your heart and things like that. Because at the end of the day, you know, our, our motto is hashtag more life, because I think that we've all kind of got that in common. Like Dr. Vargo was talking about getting them excited, getting kids excited, having that enthusiasm uh, to come into the class. It's the same way with us. We take a lot of the thinking out. So like when people come in, they're nervous, they're scared. Oh, my gosh, it looks so, you know, we're under the orange lights. What are we going to do? How are we going to do this? You know, I've never, I haven't run in years or whatever. You get them enthusiastic and you let them know, hey, look, it's going to be okay. I hear there's a great coaching class. We're going to have a bump in playlist. The thing about it is, relax and have fun. I like the bump in playlist. And I just want to say, my co founder, Bree, would be so jealous right now that I'm sitting here with Orange Theory because she is Orange Theory obsessed. So uh, y'all could talk all Orange Theory for like ever. Well, so the classes are structured time wise, right? Like, and, and it's a small group that does it all together, right? Yes, sir. So it's you're in and out in an hour. So. And I will never take away from other gyms, other organizations in Rome or any other place, but I can only speak on what we do. But I will say this. There, how many times have any of us been in a gym and been like, well, let me look and see what figure out what kind of work I want to do, or they read the machines and then it's 30 minutes and you're like, I think I did something. Where with us, like you come in, we've got treadmills, we've got rowers, we've got weights, TRX, everything like Jess said is scalable. So whether you're peak athlete looking for speed intervals, things like that, or you're, and we do have them, 70-year-olds come in, oh, I've got bad knees, i got a bad hip, that's okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of guys I work at the fire department with, that they're like, oh, what's well, a bunch of women? I'm like, guys, I'm telling you, i got women in here that will work y'all any day of the week. So, I love that too. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. We appreciate that. Exactly. But, but yeah, in and out, you're in and out in an hour. We take all the thinking out of it for you. Just come in with a good attitude, water, and please eat before you come. And please make sure you eat. Well, I'm feeling more out of shape as we sit here, Thomas. Um. <laughs> the good thing about it is, first workout's free. So that one's on me. Oh, oh should we all go and see what zone we're in? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, you're out, Roger. Okay. I'm, I'm out. Um, okay. Um, some follow-ups here. Uh, Allie. Um, so you, basically the United way, you kind of sit at the crossroads of connectivity of organizations, right? Hopefully yeah. the United part is not just corny. We're actually uniting, right? <laughs> okay. So like what other organizations do you touch? Like yeah, you basically so everything have, in town? <laughs> we have a small, but great team. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Because at every level, 
there is a need or there is a way to get engaged. So whether it is you're looking for assistance or resources, you're looking to give um, to help support the community, you're looking to do a volunteer engagement experience, we build those out for corporations and businesses. We also do the same thing for nonprofits from we want to get involved, what are you interested in, all the way through the process, media release, pictures, all of that. And then we give you an impact report because what we know is um, – I believe very much that we have an abundance culture and not a scarcity culture. And I think that we can fall into a trap of thinking that there's there's a space where we have to fight for things. I think that there's enough there. We just have to help unite the community um, to get people to connect their interests in the right way and get people engaged. So so how, where does the money come from? A couple of places. Okay. <laughs> um, we work with business partners. Um, we work with some industry partners as a United Way affiliate. We are our own 501c3. We are governed here by all of your friends and neighbors um, and leaders in the community. Uh, but as a national partner, um, like in- International Paper is a wonderful national partner, uh, Kellogg, Kroger, Publix. I could go on and on, so I'm sorry for everybody I didn't mention. Um, <laughs> but United Way National – uh, manages relationships with those organizations, which gives a great benefit to their company. Their employees can do campaigns. They can get engaged in volunteering, all of that. So there's a lot of money that comes to this community through national partners that because of that higher level agreement, our local organizations who are based here um, or have a, an out, outreach here give to United Way. And the national matches that. So the really important thing for Roman Floyd County to understand is if we don't have a United Way of Roman Floyd County, There's a couple hundred thousand dollars that comes here that is invested in improving lives in this community and supporting nonprofits that would otherwise go to a larger nonprofit. And all of our local um, nonprofits and and needs would have to be in that giant pool um, competing for those fundings at that that funding at that level. Okay, Um, which actually gives me a a segue to Macy, because obviously the United Way is a well-known national brand, been around many, many, many years. You started a nonprofit from scratch. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're a baby compared to you guys. <laughs> well, For right. now, right? <laughs> so so what what inspired you to do that and how did you get it off the ground? Yeah, great question. So I Well I'm not gonna ask a dumb question. Oh, oh you're not. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so you never know. <laughs> Wait, no, I think we learned in school there is no such thing as a dumb question. No, I'll I'll ask a dumb question every now and then. It's yeah. <laughs> so um, about ten years ago, um, I started working with children who had disabilities as a therapy facilitator. Um, two years later, I moved to Australia for 15 months where I did volunteer work um, in the autism community and disabled surfing association and so on. Um, the first family that I worked with, I was actually Bree's family, the other co-founder. So we didn't know each other, but fast forward 10 years and in December of 2019, she came to me with an idea. She said, Macy, You know, I I worked with their family for several years on and off training other therapists. And um, she said, hey, I have this idea. I really want to benefit families like mine. And I want you to help me do it. And I was like, well, heck, yeah, let's do this. And so in um, January of 2020, uh, we kind of locked arms. And do we have uh, nonprofit backgrounds? Absolutely not. Um, So my background is in healthcare IT. So I obviously kind of started with the marketing and the digital aspect of um, how to get a foundation and start fundraising and all of that, especially leaning online. And then her background is she's a registered nurse. So really, um, thank goodness for Google. How blessed are we to have a library at our fingertips? Um, we have uh, we started researching. We reached out to a lot of our connections that we had in Atlanta and in Rome and started asking questions. And 
we've been learning as we as we go. But so you're Rome based, but all for services statewide. Yes, we are a Georgia nonprofit. Um, however, this is my hometown, so I moved back about a year and a half ago because I saw when we first started, I was having majority of our outreach and our families. Um, from Northwest Georgia and specifically in Rome. And I was like, okay, if this is where my community is and this is where the need is, well, I want to go back to my hometown and I want to be there. I was driving up all the time anyways. And most importantly, this is where I come from. This is where generations of my family comes from. We are very involved in the community. So it was very, very important that we have a huge chapter here. So what, excuse my ignorance here, what, what type of situations are we talking about when we say special needs? What do you specifically service? What 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 are we dealing with? Yeah. So uh, some organizations only focus on specific disabilities. We do not. Uh, okay. We just require that you have a medical disability, whether that's autism, cerebral palsy, can range from different ones. We don't just do a specific one. And we also, another thing that's very important about us is that we don't require a financial requirement, meaning we don't care if you're rich or you're poor. We believe you still need a community to come to and you need some type of support. And a lot of times our families, maybe they don't need that financial support, but they need that community because their journey that they're walking is very isolating. While other parents are taking their kids to playgrounds, our parents are um, going to about three different therapists in a week. Okay. Um, That's all great information. Um, Dr. Vargo, Vargo Orthodontics, what inspired you to get into your line of work? Can I say something for a second? You chime I'm in. I'm just impressed listening to Macy because what I see and what I love about this community is linking people together. And I see this like drawing people together because when we feel alone, we feel isolated and we can't really accomplish much, which is similar to the United Way. And so I'm just proud of you for doing that and, and just helping these families connect with one another because, you know, we're not in anything alone. So I love that. So that's so perfectly. Thank you, Dr. Vargo. Dr. Vargo has been my doctor since I was nine years old and uh, not a very obedient patient. So <laughs> she's, she's wonderful. I'm just sitting here. I'm glowing like I'm a parent because I'm so proud of her. So Thank anyway, you. I was going to say you have beautiful teeth, Macy. So you did a really good job. I'm just a walking billboard. We're missing for Dr. this Vargo. out on radio. That's so a, yeah. you want to tune into Macy's segue. smile. Your teeth are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I didn't plan that. Do you, do you still have to wear that headgear thing? No. Uh, I have <laughs> it on right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> They've come a long way. <laughs> do, they, do they still do that, Doc? The headgear? Uh, no, not a, not a whole lot. I'm no. show, showing my we, age. We, we haven't pulled one out of the drawer in probably 15 years. So. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, well, break well, glass in case of emergency. Type of deal. Yeah, we, we use it more of like a, a coaching tool. Like we could use it if you don't. Yeah. 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 So usually we effective. never have to do it. A coaching, yeah. a coaching tool or threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> motivation. Uh, uh, way, way with words there, Doc. But, but what inspired you, though, to, to pursue this? Did you always want to do this growing up? No. So uh, actually, I'm a trauma case. So when I was in second grade, I was involved in a school bus accident. And so I was on my way to school. Uh, an oversized cold truck hit our school bus head on lost its brakes and uh, only two people were injured in the bus. It was myself and the bus driver. And so uh, from that moment on, I started my orthodontic journey. And so for a period of like seven years, uh, I went through a lot of extensive work. And so they were able to save my teeth. Um, 
reimplanted everything. Uh, I don't have implants, veneers, root canals. So I'm, I'm kind of like the Humpty Dumpty of orthodontics. They put me back together. But the process really just made me uh, feel really special. And I saw what they did. It wasn't just that they were working on my mouth. Um, they were actually working on a whole lot more than that. And so uh, that's where I initially became interested in it. And then later on in life, as I went through all of my ranges of like, what do I want to do? Uh, we didn't have Google back then. We had this thing <laughs> called World Book Encyclopedia. And anytime I had a question, my mom would say, uh, look in the World Book. And so like a nerd, I went in and started reading about dentistry and then the specialties. And in 10th grade, that's when I decided. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty heck of an origin story. I, know. I was like, I thought it was going like to lead into, and then I became, and I got these powers from this coal truck, and now I'm a dentist. And I never I even like, knew any of that. So I no. love that we're here and I'm learning this about you. Well, it seems like going around the table here, this is like a little cocktail party because <laughs> yes. I've learned things about the United Way, even though I've seen Macy like socially before. Uh, I'm learning things about her organization. So. Orange Theory. And then Thomas is always a great uh, person to bring and draw people together. So I love that. Yeah. And I want to get a show of hands here at the table. Uh, how many people know what an encyclopedia is? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it sounds dusty. I prefer Google. <laughs> you can find them probably at a yard sale now. I'm sure. When I was a kid, we had a set of encyclopedias that I, I remember going to my parents and complaining because we need to get new encyclopedias. Why? Well, according to this, Richard Nixon is still president. <laughs> yes. I'm yeah. like, no, he's not anymore more uh they can get dated um orange theory guys where are you guys jessica where are you guys located we are in the east bend shopping center so right here off turner mccall 1431 turner mccall right next to mcallister's or for some people where the old east rome high school used to be (laughs) right in the corner Uh or the old kmart Kmart. everything's the old this or that don't leave that out and that sign that sign did not want to go anywhere so yeah Yeah. kmart was probably going to be your best reference (laughs) uh no i remember east rome high school uh yeah um and so tell us about the like you said you're in and out in an hour but so what what are the I guess, for lack of a better word, the packages. What can Do people buy multiple visits per week or per month, or how does that work? So we have a few different options. We have three different membership options, and so all of our memberships are month-to-month. So there's no contract, which I also think is super cool because a lot of gyms you're locked in for a year or two, and you know you end up not going, you can't use it, you can't cancel. Um, but we're month-to-month. So we have three membership options. It just ranges kind of how many times a week you're wanting to come in, essentially. And then we also have package options that um, you have a year to use. So they're not a monthly membership. And just a pack. like hours, are your people want to work out early in the morning or at night after work? Yep. What, what? We start at 5 a.m. and we go until <laughs> 7 p.m. There you go, but Roger, that, 5 a.m. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just that, get, I'm just getting in. You will be in the next Olympics. You'll be in it this I time. know. There you go. I bet they have a latte machine there. You'll be good. <laughs> Get a little Keurig in the back for you. Uh, yeah, but, but y'all like probably have monitors up with people's heart rates mm-hmm. as opposed to Sports Center that can be watched or yep. something. <laughs> yep. Wow. No, so no watch. So is that how people wear heart monitors? Yes. And yep. So everybody in class wears a heart rate monitor. It shows on the screens in the studio. They also link up to your treads and your rowers. So you'll get all of your treadmill stats and rower stats at the end of class too. Is it kind of private or is it to say your name in big bold print that <laughs> It says your name. But we can put a little nickname for you. We have people that have that. 
Um, but well, it's, guys, it's, it's, it's about competing against yourself though, right? To, yes. to do, yeah. To, you're not competing against anybody yeah. else. And yeah. that's, I think a big misconception when people are, I always hear that objection. Like they're not ready to come in. They're not fit enough. Um, I've worked for orange Theory for four years and the first studio that I ever worked at, we had a woman that came in. She literally had a cane. That's how out of shape she was. Like when she walked, she had a cane and so it was really cool to see her journey. So I always tell people that I'm like, if somebody can come in and walk on the treadmill at one mile an hour with a cane, I promise, like you can do it. What's what's the uh, background of Orange Theory? How long has it been around? Or you it, know, how did it? It sounds so progressive. You know, you need a you know the, app and all yeah, that. Yeah, the story is actually really cool. So it started in Florida, I either like ten or twelve years ago. Um, Ellen Latham is the founder, and so she was a single mom. I believe she was a nurse or in the healthcare field and she just wanted to get out of it and ended up designing this workout program. And she opened her first studio in Florida and then it's just grown. And now there's, I, I want to say like 10, 2000 studios worldwide. They're in different countries, Australia. Uh, they're, they're all over. They're all over. You guys are like the Starbucks of working out. <laughs> so, so it's franchise. Yes. Okay. And, and, um, uh, but, you mentioned an app is so can, is that part of it as well? Yeah. So the app is just how you can book your classes. You get all of your heart rate every, after every class you get a summary of your heart rate zones. That'll go to your app. Um, you can look up every studio in the world on there. Um, there are some out of studio workouts on there. You can do at home. They're free. Gotcha. And Kip, you, your job title is head coach. Is that just a unique vernacular for the, for the chain? Uh, or, or so are you overseeing what we would, we would perceive that to be the trainers. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm over all of the trainers. Okay. Um, we've got, I think there's five of us now. Um, each one has their own thing that they're special at. We've got Megan who is, I like to call her the mom of the studio <laughs> because she comes in and she's so sweet and she's like, all right guys, we're getting ready to go into a push pace. And everybody's like, well, if she says it that way, let's go ahead and where like with me, I'm very enthusiastic. I'm very, you know, just bossy. Kind of, <laughs> uh, well, I've been I've been told that um, I'm trying to think of a good word to put it, that um, encouraging. Yes, thank you. Um, but you know, we've all got our own special thing that we do and we do well. Um, but we always try to bring our own aspect of it. And one thing that I keep hearing around the table is community, and that's one thing that that we really like is because, like you know, like Macy said. There are people out there that feel like, well, nobody understands or I'm the only one going through it or whatever. But there's people out there that we let them know, like, hey, look, you walk through the doors. Anytime you're in here, you're family. You're part of it. Because I think at the end of the day, that's all people really want is to have something they can call, like, I'm a part of this. I'm, you know, and they feel wanted and they feel happy to be there. Because sometimes just like getting up and getting going is the hardest thing. So, like, if you've got somebody there one thing that's been really beautiful to watch is people who would never speak to each other outside of there becoming friends. And then it kind of feels like, um, you know, you're a team. It's like you know what each other's going through and you root each other on. Well, as I was going to say, the, the teamwork aspect, because when you do get a group of people, this like goes back to sports. You know, when you get a group of people working out together, trying to work towards similar goals, but they're, they're working out at the same time, I would imagine that a team does, does develop. Yeah, and that's the big thing is because, like, we always try to celebrate people's PRs. Uh give you an example. We had a lady, and I hope she's listening. And, Jennifer, if you are, hey, this is a shout-out to you. Uh, Jennifer McKay used to come in, and she was one mile per hour 
1% incline death grip on the treadmill. And then as time went, and look, hey, don't judge me if I get a little, because it is, it's a beautiful thing. She got all the way up to two and a half miles per hour on the tread and eight and a half percent incline. And she was like, for the first time in a long time, I was able to walk through Kroger and not feel like a commodity. Because, I mean, she was, and I'm not, please understand that I'm not. This is why our motto is more life. Because it's yeah. just things like yeah. that, like functional training, right. essentially is what he's trying to say. He just makes a short turn to a very long <laughs> one. <laughs> that's okay. But, yeah, that's kind of where, where we were going with that, is just seeing that progress is mm-hmm. a very beautiful thing. Like Tom- Jess said. Oh, Thomas, it's interesting. Uh, you know, coming from the chamber, you guys are all about connectivity and community, and we're, we're that's kind of becoming a recurring theme here from the guests you brought in. Right. I mean, this is chamber work right here, you know. <laughs> yes. and, um this is where it all starts too, you know, because one of the uh, key aspects of the chamber world or anybody's uh, business out there organization is the word of mouth, you know, and this is how it starts in community, in, in conversations, you know, this is what life is. And if you communicate together, you have a message. And if that's, you know, honest and um, natural, you know, it goes a long way. Sure does. And we are very fortunate. I feel like um, I know I didn't realize growing up here, but moving back, um, spending 10 years in Atlanta, we are so fortunate in Rome to have the community that we have. We are very much, even as we're growing, we take care of each other. And I know I've seen that firsthand since starting SGF too, but I don't think we realize how tight, like we take care of each other in Rome. It's, it's really incredible. It is. I've experienced it. Like I'm not, I didn't grow up here and just being here this period of time, like people open up their arms when you're here and you just, you have to become involved. You need to engage. Um, but people pour back right into you as you pour into them. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. I didn't see that when I worked in Atlanta, yeah. um, not because it doesn't exist. It's just, I think so large people, yeah. here. We just are really fortunate to have this little microchasm that we live in. Uh, so I don't think it's a big secret, but it's a great place to raise kids, which I've done. It's a great place to have a business. It's a great place to start things, come back home too. So yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not a secret anymore. Like you said, you know, uh, the visibility outside and beyond the county lines is there definitely, you know, and you guys are the best example. I mean, you're a national renowned chain and you chose Rome, you know, so you, you see value of coming here and you're grateful for that, but you know, you believe in, in this market as well from a business point of view. And this, that just proves, you know, the work that we do from from top to bottom, you know, because we need a strong foundation as well. And, you know, the nonprofit world works beautifully here, I think. And, you know, with the help of the top, you know, we all come together. Well, let's go around the room one more time here and just make sure we get, if anybody has anything they haven't mentioned that they want to an upcoming event, I think uh, Macy and you guys may have one, but uh, Ali, we'll start with you. Um, what do you need? Uh what kind of support do you need? Do you have anything coming up? Social media? How can people connect with you? All of that type of stuff. Yes. As a nonprofit, it's yes, all the I appreciate the opportunity because I want to share. We have a super cool new thing. Um, and where are you guys located? We're in here. Do you work out of any particular building or anything? Mm-hmm. Okay. From my laptop. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> Small baby. I am not paying an office fee right now. <laughs> Rome First United Methodist uh, has created something amazing, and it's called Serve Rome. They realized that the church was sitting empty during the week when there weren't services happening, um, and they 
threw the doors open, threw the windows open and said, nonprofits, come in, use the space. And so they have created family there and they're bringing nonprofits together. It's affordable. It allows us to all invest more in our mission. It's beautiful. So mad props to Rome First Methodist. Um, they piloted a program that's the brainchild of Kathy Aiken Freeman and, and church staff and also Kathy Hart, um, who has been a case manager at Salvation Army. And that program is community case manager. So for the past number of months, Kathy Hart has been available at Rome First on Tuesday nights for a number of hours. It's just kind of been a soft start to it just to see how it went. And people across the community are able to come in if you have an issue before you're in crisis is the goal. Remember, we're prevention. So we want to normalize before you are in crisis, before things get really bad, come in, feel safe talking to somebody. Here's a safe environment. And here's a very experienced, compassionate person who can help you map out what's going on with you. Um, We love that program so much. We're partnering with Rome First and starting on Monday, we have a community case manager full-time position. And so Kathy Hart will be available to businesses, to nonprofits, um, to our local churches. She can come certain hours, that kind of thing. So it is just a space that hasn't existed before until this pilot where anybody who needs help, who is just feeling lost, who needs guidance can come for free because this is a community position and talk to someone who knows, is familiar with resources, and if nothing else can just listen and be compassionate. We're really excited about it. I can um, tell. Yeah, you're, well, you're, you are fired industry, up. <laughs> our industry partners are excited. They can say, hey, we would like to have this person on site. Think about if you have shift workers, right, who can't get away or they work long or night hours. Some of our industry partners are willing to say, during these hours, let us know if you need to talk to somebody. They can pull them off the line. They can come in and sit down. So it's, it's prevention. It's helping people stay in jobs, all of those things. Okay, contact information with social media, you know. The- yes, uh, we have a complete resource list for the community. It is uwrome.org and then slash guide, G U I D E, is the direct link. If you need resources, that's the place to go. You can also call our phone number, 706 622 1990. And we have a real live human Monday through Friday who can talk you through, the, through whatever your needs are, get you engaged. A real-life human. Real-life human. <laughs> Something you don't hear of anymore. <laughs> it, is, it is way different than having to go to a list yourself or getting you know someone from another community. This is a local Rome person. Okay, great. Um, okay, Macy, uh, anything coming up? Yes. Um, so we have our big festival. It's a family festival on May 14th. Um, at the Coosa Valley Fairgrounds. This is called Spring in the Valley Festival. This is a family festival. Like I said, we have food trucks there. We have tons of local business vendors that you can come and shop, uh, jumping houses, a petting zoo for the kids. And we just, this year, actually, we partnered with Automax of Rome to sponsor a huge car and bike show um, at the top as well with, uh, yeah, at the at the event. So we're super excited. This is our second annual Spring in the Valley Festival. I come out, bring the whole family. Adult tickets are $10 and then 12, um, 12 and under is five. And then three and under is free. There's tons. Everything once you get inside is free besides the food trucks. Uh, so, oh, and I forgot to mention live musicians. So it's tons of our local artists here are going to be performing there on stage as well. Now you and you, you mentioned your co-founder, her name again, Bree. Okay. And, And, um, is this, Full time for y'all? Do y'all have other jobs? Do you, or is this it? You we're all in. Uh, that's a great question. So our, um, and I've already said great question like three times. I'm sorry. I don't know why it's a go to. Well, I'm, I'm a great interviewer. You know? <laughs> it's like you do this for a living or something. There's nothing wrong with positive reinforcement. Yeah. 
So our first year, we uh, both quit our full-time jobs and did this our full-on our first year to make sure it was up and out of the, uh, off the ground. And I think that's why we hit such momentum. Now we both work part-time. Um, I'm in a healthcare IT consultant. So, But SGF still takes all of my focus. Uh, it's my baby. <laughs> Right. I understand. Uh, okay, Doc. Uh, one question I wanted to ask you. Sure. What, what, when is, before we wrap up here, what is, uh, when should kids be thinking about braces or their parents thinking about braces for their kids? Like what age? So the American Association of Orthodontists recommends a screening by age seven. The reason why that's so important is because craniofacially boys and girls hit their first growth spurt at that point. So when we were growing up, they would say, wait till you get all your permanent teeth go for the consult. Well, by then you've missed all of the growth markers. And so what people don't realize today is that healthcare does no longer, it no longer covers orthognathic surgery, which is jaw surgery. So if you detect something that's not occurring properly or a growth problem, you can correct it at an early age. You cannot correct it in teenage years. So an early screening is very important. Your general dentist will check for caries, cavities, you know, gum disease, that sort of thing. But that's what we do. That's what our specialty is. So that's when you should go for your first screening. Doesn't mean all kids get a treatment at that early age. Only 30% of kids actually start treatment. But we can have a baseline measurement at that point. Yeah, it's just interesting. You know, many years ago when I had braces, it seemed like we got them much later. Yeah, uh, and, and that's and why it took longer too. Like yeah. It's very unusual to be over treatment for longer than two years now. Right. It should be two years or under. Um, okay. So how can people reach out to you and, and uh, contact information? Are you on social media, website, what have you? So, yeah, we all the formats were available. But one of the things I would like to mention is, is that we're not all about just uh, incoming patients. We really are connected to the community. And so 15 years ago, I want to say we started our Partners in Education program. And so it's a, it's a way that we teach kids – and even adults, uh, any new patient that comes into our practice, we designate a $50 tithe to any organization that they'd like. So it could be Macy's, it could be Alley's, I, I think it could be Orange Theory if they're really into fitness. So uh, <laughs> we allow the kids, we give them a conduit on giving back to the community. And so to date, we've given a lot of it's to the schools, to be honest with you, but it's over $70,000 over oh, the years. And so wow. it adds yeah. up. But that's a sustainable program because for every patient that onboards with us, we start the process of teaching them how to give back to the community. And it's been great because you see the pride in their eyes. I believe everybody really wants to help, but they just need to be shown away sometimes. And I've had a lot of people pour into me, which is includes teachers. So I have a heart for teachers and I have a heart for, for kids, of course. So anyway, Anyone that comes in, uh, that's what we do. That's how we stay connected to our community uh, and give back. We're not all about just taking whatever we receive and spending it down the road. We want to pour back in. Gotcha. Um, and website? Uh, www.vargosmile, not smiles, but smile.com. Okay. What's the patient uh, appreciation party this year? He he throws some killer parties uh, for his patients. It's it's amazing. Yeah, we have a couple of givebacks that we do. COVID kind of put the kibosh on that a few years, so we've been creative. Uh, usually, we do like a luau or some type of theme party for our dental community uh, to to bring everybody together for interdisciplinary care. Um, and then for our patients, we do patient appreciation party. So we've done everything from the Rome Braves game night for families to 
uh, skating party. Ice skating. Yeah. <laughs> Years ago, I used to do roller skating. Uh, you know, I was 20 something when I moved here. Uh, roller skating is probably not the best idea anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we try to keep feet on the ground, you know. And so anyway, we're, we're always coming up with something creative. Where, where are you from originally? I grew up in southwestern Pennsylvania, just above the West Virginia border. Oh, so you're a Yankee. Yeah, that's what everybody used to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I've kind of like blended a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because if you're from north of the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm teasing. No, no, I'm uh, good. Uh, okay. Orange Theory. How can people, you, how, if they go if they go search for Orange Theory online, they're probably going to get some national website. How can you localize that or local social media or what do they need to do to connect with you guys? So we're on Facebook and we are also on Instagram. Um, but if you go to our website, you can search locations and it'll specifically go to Rome's location and you can book your first class that way. Okay. And first class is free? Yes. Okay. So that's how you get them in. Yes. <laughs> and then you kick their butt. Yes. <laughs> and then they want more. Nicely. Yep. And then they, all, they always come back. <laughs> and, and they want more. So um, uh, we already talked about the hours, right? It's 5 a.m. to win? About our last class during the week is usually seven. And do you, are you, do you guys, is this full time for y'all? You said something about working at the fire department. So, um, yeah, so I, I was very shocked they would allow me to do both um, because on one side of the coin, I do work at the fire department where I see people at their worst day and things like that. And the other side of the coin, I get to come in there and this is going to sound cheesy, but actually give people maybe a little bit more life um, and kind of like put a smile on their face and things like that. So, yeah, I do both of them full time. Wow. Okay. Um, and Thomas, any final thoughts from you in the chamber? Sure. Of course. Um, we had great questions today. <laughs> I think that was a joke. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, seriously. Me? Well, like yeah. I, say, I, I, I say, I always tell uh, a part of my speech before we get started is I tell everybody at the, I said, it's not an interview. It's a conversation. Right. I, you know, we just moderate. And if y'all want to talk to each other, tell them. But Roger, anyway. I'm going to make you a t-shirt. It says, <laughs> I ask great questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we came up with great answers. And I think, you know, what I heard here a lot, and I think that applies to everybody, you know, is today the keyword, you know, the winner is i think prevention it's all about prevention i think that applies to all of us and mm. you know i always pick a, a quote of the day usually it's elvis yeah usually it's elvis aaron yeah. presley the king but of rock i don't roll. know for some reason i had a different feeling for the day and uh this time it comes from frederick frederick douglas um he was an ab abolitionist and statesman and he said it is easier to build strong children then, then repair broken men. Wow! So that's, build that's strong. Powerful. That you know that, and that you know applies to communities as well. So, uh, and I think you know we are all in the building process of of, of building this strong community and strong families, strong children. Yes. Wow, Thomas is very profound, is he not? I know. <laughs> Always. Uh, okay. Well, that's great. Thanks, Thank everybody, you for having us. I know. Thank yeah, you, thank so, you so, much so much for this opportunity. Oh, um, real quick, since we are all part of the chamber. We do offer VIP classes, and I think we reached out to Pam, I think was her name. Yeah. So, memo of 14 people, June 4th, free class for the chamber, and any member that wants to come. So, but I mean, you know. I mean, <laughs> you Dr. can, do you can Dr. cheer him on, Dr. Come on, yeah. I'll help you. <laughs> we got this. But, um, but yeah, if, if that's something that you guys would be interested in, we also do it, believe it or not, um, bridal showers. Uh, that that is a thing. 
I did not know that. I went to Smyrna and did one, and they were like, I was like, I was like wait, wait, why was he looking at you? I don't know. Well, I'm not married or engaged, yeah. so I have no idea. I thought he was like looking at you, like, have, have, I, have, have I missed a party announcement Absolutely or something? Absolutely not. And I'm sitting by a cocktail if it's my bridal shower. <laughs> you don't want to go get on a treadmill. It's, it's an Instagrammable experience, right? oh. I guess, in that target hey, group. Yeah. That's true, Roger. Hey, I, I think that we should go to that class of 14. Chamber. I mean, let's all go. Hey, look, and you can scale it. <laughs> hey, power walk, jogger run. <laughs> Telling you, I don't want to commit on the record here. <laughs> <laughs> this is recorded. I just yeah. want to let you know. It, it Somebody record. turn the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, when she started to talk, I thought she was about to invite me to a bridal shower. Oh, like, that's going to be our first podcast TikTok. Too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I mean, so. we could live stream it. <laughs> We could live stream it. That would be awesome. Uh, okay, so just can follow up you guys directly if they're interested in that. And yes, but, our, our business want to do team building events, things like that. Um, that's just something that we offer. You just call us ahead of time, schedule it. Like I said, minimum fourteen people. Uh, we'll send out CI forms, have it filled out twenty four to forty eight hours mm-hmm. in advance. That's why they sent two of us because. I'll get going too much, and Jess will cut me off. She's she's nodding. It's teamwork. Uh, uh, Well, you mentioned team building for businesses. I hadn't even thought about that because, like I said, you get this small group working, doing something together, and it becomes, uh, you know, just becomes like a team. So, yeah. Uh, Well, Thomas, that's right up your alley, man, all this teamwork and all this. So everything's great. Appreciate everybody being here. Um, This has been the Rompoy Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. For Thomas Kislett, I'm Roger Manus. Thank you all so much for listening.